Hello, and thank you for listening to the Antelope Island State Park Podcast. My name is Trish, and I am the park naturalist at Antelope Island. So at Antelope Island, we're known for our bison and pronghorn and other big animals like the massive mule deer bucks, those monster bucks that we have. Um, But folks often visit us for the opportunities to see other, maybe less prominent critters. And such is the case for our burrowing owls. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And as with a lot of our other wildlife on the park, we do what we can to encourage the burrowing owls to be watchable. Uh, I've talked about watchable wildlife before, um, and the same is the case for our burrowing owls. We have partnered with the good folks over at Hawkwatch International, who maintain and monitor 59 synthetic burrows on the island. Think of these as like underground cat condos that are specifically designed for burrowing owls. Um, Now, not all 59 of these are occupied by owls every year. This past season, we had 14 nesting pairs in these monitored boxes. And also keep in mind, Hawkwatch doesn't monitor the natural burrows that we have out here. So we don't have an exact number of owls that reside in Antelope Island every season. But it's a great place to come if you're looking for burrowing owls, because we can usually give you a general idea of where you'll find those that are taking up space in those in those synthetic burrows. Now, burrowing owls are migratory, so you're a lot more likely to see them in this area in the spring and summer. We'll occasionally get some that stay for winter, but they do prey on small animals like mice and lizards, um, but also insects. So there's a lot more food available around here in the summer. We do have one holdout this year. I am recording this in January and uh, snow is on the ground. The weather has been terrible or amazing, depending on your perspective, I guess. Uh, But we do have at least one burrower that's uh, still putting on a show out here so it's they don't always they don't always leave but usually they do they like an open grassy slope and we have plenty of those out here now fun fact burrowing owls don't burrow Um, so in the case where we don't have a synthetic burrow that has been you know created and designed specifically for them Um, They're not out there digging holes. They actually take over burrows of other animals, like badgers in our case, um, that have left those burrows. Or they will set up in one of the cozy box systems that Hawkwatch takes care of out here. They they do love coming back to those year after year. Now, not all of the 59 burrows that Hawkwatch maintains are easily accessible. Some of those are, you know, tucked back in the backcountry. But several of them have been placed near roads and trails to make them visible for our visitors. That's that watchable wildlife checkbox again. The opening of these boxes can be maybe a wooden box or a cinder block. But you can usually spot the box by looking for something like a 4 by 4 post sticking out of the ground. Um, Just a real short one, maybe just a foot out of the ground. Uh, or a rock pile that doesn't quite look right. Um, the rocks are often used to keep bison from kicking over those boxes. So look for something that's pretty organic. Rocks that certainly belong out here, but they are positioned in a way to catch your eyes. So look for those. Now those posts, those 4 by 4 posts are there for the birds to perch on. Uh, we want to make them accessible. And trying to spot a 
approximately seven to nine inch tall bird and the tall grass can be very tricky. Uh, so those posts get the birds up, elevated and visible for our visitors. Now, shameless plug, I'll call it a pro tip. <laughs> but if you see a truck on the side of the road with a big sign that says roadside discovery, there is a very good chance that I have a burrowing owl and a spotting scope or some binoculars for you to use. So you should stop and check it out. Stop and say hi. If it's not a burrowing owl, it's something else cool. So take advantage of those opportunities when you see me out on the park looking at cool stuff. Uh, I also really enjoy hosting owl prowl programs in the summer. So watch our website event calendar for those and other programs. And for those owl prowls, we'll actually drive around the island and look for owls together. Um, so they're really fun. Keep an eye out for those. Yeah, unlike most other owls, burrowers are mostly diurnal, so they're active during the daytime. They do migrate at night like a lot of other migratory birds. So remember to turn those lights off during migration season. That will help them navigate quite a bit. Uh, when you see an owl perched on a rock or a plant or one of those posts, it is most likely a male burrowing owl. And unlike other birds, again, with the big size difference or color variation between gender, burrowing owl males and females look the same, almost identical, same size, everything. Um, the male's color may be lighter, but this is only because the male will be out in the sunlight during the day hunting while the female is down inside of the burrow. So if you see them together and one is light, has, has lighter feathers and one has darker feathers, the lighter feathered owl is the male. Now once the nestlings fledge in the summer, you may see several little heads outside of the burrow and that's usually the male, potentially the females and those nestlings um, or fledglings. A really fun behavior that we see from our burrowing owls is that they'll decorate the area outside of their burrow opening. Uh, we call that area the porch and they'll actually decorate their porch a lot like we do and why we do. Uh, they'll put out scraps of maybe shiny trash that they find, uh, candy or gum wrappers or um, can tabs or even flowers. They'll even scatter poop from other animals around on their porch and this shows other birds that the space is taken. So somebody lives here and it's mine. <laughs> um, same way we do with our wreaths, right? And our, our welcome mats. And also th that poop that they collect from other animals, that attracts their food right to their front door, right to their burrow. It's like setting a trap for those big juicy beetles uh, and mice that we have out here. Now burrowing owl pairs use two or sometimes more burrows. One will be their nest and the other is a food cache. Uh, and then they may also use other nearby burrows as well. I spoke with Jessica Taylor. She is a biologist with Hawkwatch International, and she does a lot of field work out here uh, at the park with owls and other raptors like kestrels and such. I asked her if they see the same owls, those same individuals coming back to the park year after year, and she said yes, they do. Now, they don't have the resources to band every single adult that comes to their boxes. And also remember, there are other owls and other natural burrows out here throughout the park that they're not able to monitor. So she can't be sure that all of the owls return year after year, but eight of the adults that they were able to capture last season had been banded earlier. Uh, some of them were banded as adults, others as nestlings, but they came back to the island. So sometimes they even come back to the same burrow. Pretty amazing. 
I have been lucky to tag along with Jessica and her colleagues when they're out monitoring and banding owls. Now, first of all, I want to make it clear, and it should go without saying, but Hawkwatch has special permitting to capture and handle these owls and other birds, and they're doing it for research purposes, and it is otherwise illegal to do so, so don't be that guy. Don't play scientist out here. Leave the birds alone. Um, I'll talk more about ethical enjoyment of our owls in a minute. But the process of capturing the owls, how they're handled with such care and efficiency, it's really amazing to watch. Now, even though they wouldn't let me snuggle with the owls when they came out of the hole, I really do applaud them for getting their work done so quickly and with as little stress to the birds as possible. Now, different species, but... I watched one of the biologists, I don't know if it was Jessica or somebody else, but they drew blood from the wing of a baby kestrel. They drew blood from the wing of a baby kestrel. Now, I've been to the Red Cross and to hospital visits and had blood draws, and I've had phlebotomists play jump rope with my great big veins and my great big arm that is held perfectly still. And this field biologist out in the elements of Antelope Island, was able to stick a vein in a baby bird. <laughs> Easy peasy. The folks over at Hawkwatch are magicians. That's just all there is to it. Um, so, back to owls. Let's talk about how to see the owls. We talk a lot about not approaching wildlife on the park, and usually that's in terms of bison. Uh, good safe distance to stay away from any wildlife is 100 yards. Now, a burrowing owl isn't going to get grouchy and come trample you to death like a bison may, but the 100-yard rule still applies to all species of wildlife. We don't want to stress these animals at all, because if we do, the best case scenario is that they'll go somewhere else. And that stinks. That's a bummer, because now other people can't enjoy them. That's the best case scenario, is that we lose them, right? They move. The worst case scenario is that they die because they are spending time and energy fleeing from us and not taking care of their own nutrition. Or their babies die because their parents are too busy fleeing humans and not taking care of them. So respect these animals and their safe zone by staying on the trails and on the road that goes right near their burrows a lot of times. There are several burrows so close to the roads and trails that you can easily enjoy the birds without a zoom lens or binoculars. Just naked eye viewing of these amazing owls from the road. Stay on the roads. <laughs> um, stay on the roads in your cars and on the trails that are near these burrows. Now, just like bison, owls have different personalities and personal space bubbles and tolerance levels for us humans. Those owls who choose to nest in the boxes closest to the roads choose to put themselves inside of a 100 yard bubble with cars and humans not all owls are so tolerant but just because you can get close to one set of owls on the road does not mean other owls will tolerate you creeping up on their burrows so stay a respectable distance away uh, jessica put it very very clearly so i'm going to quote her she said Getting a good view or a good photo is not worth causing the nest to fail and will ruin future sightings as the owls will move further from disturbance, making them less accessible to others. I'm going to add that if we catch you creeping up on an owl box out here, be prepared to get an earful because Antelope Island Park Rangers are very, very protective of the wildlife. Um, so just, just be a good human. 
I probably don't have to tell you that because you are an Antelope Island State Park podcast subscribers and all subscribers are good humans, but um, spread the word. Now, many, many thanks to Jessica at Hawkwatch International for being so willing to help answer questions for this episode. She is lovely and they are lovely. And, and also I want to thank her for letting me get in the way when they're out here doing field work, even if they won't let me snuggle the owls. You can learn more about their important work by visiting hawkwatch.org. And thanks as always for listening to the Antelope Island State Park podcast. I hope you'll subscribe and tell a friend about us. If you have any suggestions or requests for podcast topics, please send them my way. You can reach me at tackley at utah.gov. Your park is open every day from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Find current conditions and more information about the park on our website at antelopeisland.utah.gov. We are on Facebook at Antelope Island SP, Instagram at Antelope Island State Park, Twitter at Antelope SP, and our YouTube channel is at Antelope Island State Park. If you're within about 50 miles from our causeway, you can tune in to the Antelope Island Radio at AM 530. See you on the island. And I asked her if they see the same owls coming back to the... Remember, there are also other owls and other natural burrows out here, honestly. And their safe zone by staying on the trails. I turned that off.